Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back or welcome to another episode of Warden's Wisdom. I'm your host, Jimmy Warden. On today's episode, we're going to talk about what it means to be your own hero. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the hero story narrative. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what stands in our way of becoming our own hero and then also what we can do to become our own hero. So if that interests you at all, just listen to a quick word from our sponsors and then we will get right back into the action. So everyone loves a good hero story. A person who overcomes challenges, triumphs over evil, and solves the problems of the community of which they're also a part. A hero provides us a person to look up to, a role model if you will, or perhaps an ideal figure. Someone to be admired, whom we can strive to be like. We can find them in movies, books, TV series, on TV, playing sports, and even on social media. The interesting part about these hero stories is that we forget we can write our own hero stories with each day of our lives. That is why we should try to strive to be our own hero. Now amidst our existential angst, we can get caught up in the mundane activities that come with our everyday lives. We begrudgingly wake up and rush to the coffee pot as a way to perhaps prepare us for the day's terrors that most of us call our jobs. We wish there was more that we could do with our lives, but we are unsure of how to navigate that process, so we settle for its current state, and we don't give much more thought than that. We try to escape our life's purpose by numbing ourselves with drugs, alcohol, social media, or news media. Whether it be that, other forms of television, or poor nutrition, because we feel like there is nothing else to contribute to the world aside from what we are already contributing. With this approach, though, our hero story quickly comes to an end. Now think about that narrative for a moment. Waking up and dreading the day. Is that something a hero would do? Probably not. In most cases, a hero is willfully getting up and thinking about how best to tackle the day's inevitable challenges. Instead of admitting defeat before the battle has begun, they're strategizing about how they can make the most of their opportunities, regardless of how the opportunities present themselves. And each day, we are presented with choices to make in different areas of our lives. We often do what we've always done, without much consideration for how our lives could be different if we behaved differently. Different actions lead to different outcomes. Therefore, if we're not enjoying the life that we're currently living, we are not making the choices that best suit us. Instead of doing what we've always done, we could try some different things to produce different outcomes. Perhaps those choices will make us feel triumphant like a hero. And it's easy, right? It's easy to get caught in the blender of nihilism and think our lives will never change, but that outlook got us caught in our current situation in the first place. If we want to feel more heroic, starts with taking steps towards changing ourselves. We hardly have any clue about how much better things could eventually become because we are often too afraid to take the first step. The hero, however, the hero will carefully adventure into the unknown, knowing that the potential of bringing something greater into existence is lurking on the other side of the fear and paralysis of trying something new. It's easy for us to stop once we experience the power of potential, especially 
if we aren't ready for it. However, it is important to note that by stepping into this potential, we begin to create a more updated version of ourselves. And this only happens by changing our course of action. Not only are we better on the individual level, but our improvements will also better our families and the communities that we are serving because we'll be able to take on more responsibilities for ourselves and others with our updated self. That's another interesting idea that is captured by the hero in the hero story. Not only, not only are they doing the right thing because of their high character and moral compass, but they understand that everything they do is bigger than themselves. This is because they know there is always an audience watching. There are people that are counting on them. Children and adults are looking up to them, looking to them for guidance on how to act in the world, asking for their wisdom about how they became who they currently are. The same could be said for each and every one of us. Whether we are the CEO of our own business, a politician, a scientist, a law enforcer, a healthcare worker, a carpenter, therapist, a writer, an educator, a coach, a student, an athlete, a parent, a friend, or anything in between. There is someone, somewhere, looking up to us for guidance. Heck, we even look to ourselves for guidance, asking ourselves questions like, what should I do? Or, why did I do that? Or, why do I keep making that same mistake? Just to name a few. A few questions that we ask ourselves. The true hero embraces this and does their best to serve others by being the best versions of themselves. In order for us to change and become the hero that we desire, we need to let part of ourselves die so we can transcend into something greater. Now that last sentence might seem a bit extreme, there's a lot of truth in its message. For example, there are parts of us that we've created through the habits that we've built. Some of these parts of us might include, but are not limited to, the coffee drinker when we're tired because we feel like there's no other outlet, the social media scroller when we are bored, prosecutor of other people's ideas when someone disagrees with our precious ones. These parts are parts of ourselves that we are hoping to change. We need to let these habits die and never resurface. This will make way for the changes that we want to make. Maybe we'll try for a greater night's sleep or a shallow afternoon nap if our schedule permits instead of reaching for that additional cup coffee or another energy drink. Maybe we'll pick up a book or go for a walk when we're bored. Maybe we'll listen to that person who we disagree with. In order to make those changes, we need to change our actions. This is how we let those parts of us die, which allow us to birth new parts and live those parts out in our existence. It is through this process that we can eventually realize what our potential could be. And again, a lot of existential angst comes from the fact that we haven't tapped into our full potential. We know there is more to us than what we're currently doing, and we know that we could strive for more, even though we might not be in the moment. 
we haven't tapped into this potential because it requires a lot of change, a lot of change in our thinking, a lot of change in our behaviors, which are two aspects of ourselves that are extremely difficult to change. Not only do those changes need to be made in those parts of our lives, but there also needs to be some forms of sacrifice in order to make the changes. The phone addict needs to try to pick up a new habit, maybe put the phone down to be more present around people. That could be their cue. Whenever they're around people, they make the, the conscious decision to put that phone away. Or maybe perhaps when they feel bored, they could pick up a book, pick up a pen and write. The caffeine addict can try to decrease their amount of dependency on caffeine over time. They could drink more water or again, take a short nap if their schedule permits. The ideologist should try to enter conversations with the intent to understand more about the views of the person or people that they converse with and they, those that they may disagree with. Having that intention will allow them to be able to listen better. And all of those ideas and all of those practices involve sacrificing the previous self, the previous part of our self, and the previous ways we've spent our time in favor of the new practices. It is often through the practice of stopping the things that we know we shouldn't do that we start to feel more triumphant, like a hero would. And there is a voice in all of us. Socrates used to call it his daemon, but we often refer to it nowadays as our conscience. And this is a voice that warns us about mistakes, especially the ones that we repeat. We often choose not to listen to our conscience when it comes to decisions we feel are just about us. However, a true hero tries to listen to their conscience because our conscience is almost never wrong. The voice often tells us we should stop scrolling through those phones and do something meaningful. The voice often tells us that we should try to drink less caffeine when we reach for that cup of coffee that we really don't need. And it also tells us that we should try to listen more instead of impatiently waiting our turn to speak. This is a place where we can start figuring out what our potential could be because it gives us some insight about what our lives could be from a moment to moment basis. So in order to listen to it, we must be courageous and step into that unknown place in time and space, also known as potential. And potential is scary because it's unknown. There is often an unconscious, and in many cases, conscience, excuse me, conscious, fear of our potential. So you might not be aware of it. That would be the unconscious fear. Or you might be aware of it. That would be the conscious fear of who you could be. We might fear the sacrifices that we need to make. We might fear that we'll be physically or emotionally challenged. Or we might fear that things will stay the same despite the fact we're moving forward in the face of those fears. Now heroes, they do their best not to suppress or overcome their fears necessarily, but rather step into them, literally. They voluntarily face their fears, and as a result, they become stronger. Despite the presence of their fear, they step into it anyway. And despite the presence of our fear, 
we must step into them to progress towards who we could be and really try to live out our hero's journey if we want to make true changes. So in order for you to become your own hero, continue to think about what fears you the most. Continue to think about what could you do to start not overcoming, but just facing and fighting that fear. So what are we waiting for? Our journey awaits. So thank you for tuning in, folks. I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to give this episode a listen. If it resonated with you, the best way that you can support the podcast growth is to share it with somebody that you also think it will resonate with. And not only that, but please feel free to give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you are getting this podcast. Uh, And if you feel so inclined, please feel free to leave us a comment as well, because those are the best ways, again, to support this podcast and future podcasts. So thank you one final time for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated and looking forward to tuning in next time.